So what's good, y'all? What's an episode of Thoughts from the Podcast? It's your host, Shaw Solo. This week, I'm joined by a very special first-time guest, actually. Go ahead and announce yourself. I'm NJ. All right, NJ, you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm a dancer and choreographer from the DMV area, award-winning choreographer, actually, mm. from the DMV area, and um, just looking to expand more on my artistic forms and creative outlets. Nice, nice. So let's look at a little, we'll learn a little bit more about you as the episode progresses. So uh, for the penny thought of the week, before we get into that, um, even though I know you say you're not too big on like the current events and all that kind of stuff, what's you, what do you feel is a trend that's kind of run its course? And this could be anything. It doesn't necessarily be in your realm. It could be anything you feel like, all right, this is enough. I've seen enough. Hmm. I don't know if this is like a specific trend. Mm-hmm. But let's take TikTok, for example. Okay. I'm with it. A trend that has run its course, in my perspective, is, and I really don't know how to explain this as a trend, but you mm-hmm. know, if there's a song trending and everyone makes the same dance to it or, you know, voiceover to it, and they're doing it the exact same way, mm-hmm. and then more people are doing it over and over again, I think that's run its course personally, because I understand TikTok. Social media is giving people something to do, but if you get on it and all you see is everyone doing the same thing, mm-hmm. it does kind of look robotic to me. I can understand that. Yeah. I feel that. Um, to your point, that's kind of how I feel with some uh, points of music because I feel like it's cool to sample and all that stuff. No problem with that. But I feel like it gets to the point where you're not really in- interpolating the sample of the song. You feel me? It's just like you're just playing the sample and that's it. You're not really adding anything to it outside like you know i got the tiktok trying to create dances and stuff like that to it which i guess that's just a sign of the times of how fans are how they uh digest music now for the most part but for me it's Definitely just like is. it doesn't really add anything to it. it doesn't make it really uh interesting to me but again i mean that's coming from our pov i mean it's a, millions of people that probably think it otherwise but i just feel like after a while it gets a little redundant it's you know the times now that's yeah. just where we are um, socially, everything is done on the phone, but instead of trying to actually grow from having that access to be able to reach that many people, it's like everyone's doing the same thing. Like no one's really taking that opportunity to turn it into someone, something else. And people are, mm-hmm. some people are, but like most, mostly you're scrolling and I, I literally see the same thing. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I would say for a trend, I feel like that's kind of running its course for me that I've been seeing lately on the socials is, uh, Friends celebrating their friend anniversaries. I don't understand that concept. Maybe it's beyond me. But it's just like, okay, if you your homies got married on a specific day, that's cool. But I'm just like, I don't think they, I personally think they don't need to shout out from y'all and say, hey, guys, favorite couple. I don't know. Maybe it's a woman thing. I don't oh, know. But I'm just like, yeah. yo, the wedding was lit, but that was five years ago, bro. I don't need <laughs> to give you like kudos on like, hey, man, I appreciate you for inviting me to a wedding five years ago. Like, I don't know the guest list. I know. We all know. We mm-hmm. celebrate the moment together. So it's just like, why are y'all reposting this? Yeah. It's kind of like, outside of it, if it's your marriage, and obviously, of yeah. course. You know, or if you want to even do it for your parents, you know, kudos to whomever. But then just like, sometimes ain't got nothing really to do with you. That was their day. So <laughs> enjoy their day for them. But I, I don't know. I've been saying that a lot lately. I'm just like, yo, what? I oh. feel like a lot of people post things to be relevant. Like, I really yeah. do. Like, there can be context to what you're posting, but for example, like the friend posting the friend anniversary that was years ago, like, I feel like sometimes it just 
post things to be relevant, which is okay. That's, yeah. That's what a lot of the society does. That's true. Yeah, I would say, like, before we sweat away to more to you, um, I noticed that a lot, like, when graduation season comes up a lot, we graduate from school whenever they post, like, pics when they graduate. I'm just like, yo, son, let them have their day that they graduated or whomever's, you know, celebrating that. Because I can see if you're doing it for, like, the, um, I can't think of that word. I will say milestone years, like 5, 10, 15, 20, or something like that, 25, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, yo, every year we got to remind people, like, yeah, I graduated seven years ago from this university. It's like, son, other people graduate today, too. Let them have their day. Let them mm -hmm. enjoy that. I used to do that same thing, too, when I first graduated. But after a while, I'm like, this is, yeah. you already know who I am, what I've done already, you know. Now, if they ask me, then sure, we can rap about it. But I'm not going to keep reposting, like, yeah, I remember this day three years ago. It's unreal, surreal, so... Yeah, I yeah. but I guess to your point, some people find that I guess it's a way to stay relevant. So mm -hmm. that's what works for them. Have a blast. Exactly. So uh, segueing into you a little bit more. Um, so what ultimately made you want to pursue a career in the art of dancing and choreography? So that's a good question. Thank you. Um, my mom is the one who put me into dance when I was younger, like three, four. Um, started out, didn't like it. I used to get beat with a ruler on my feet if my toes weren't pointed. So it was serious. And then I started to take it more serious and I started to take it more as an expressive outlet for me. Like podcasting for you is something that's an artistic outlet for you. Mm -hmm. Dancing is something that's an artistic outlet for me and creating. And lately I've been becoming more aware that I'm actually way more creative than I thought I ever would be. And I'm starting to create more things. So um, that's, really how I started taking it more seriously. Choreographing was something that came further down the road that I tried out. It's, it's new to me. Um, the first time that I did it for a competition team, I, you know, walked away with awards from that. Very high awards, highest in the competition awards, Apogee nice. awards, nice. big words. And first place as well. And that was completely new to me. Also creating, but not being the one actually dancing, but still creating an artistic image that other people saw was a very big accomplishment for me nice so i'm gonna just keep going with it and see where it takes me beautiful beautiful so you did say like you started as a child basically yeah whatever but you weren't really feeling it as a child what made you persevere through that issue that you were having before with not getting hit with the rule of your feet not being situated correctly mm -hmm. like what made you persevere through that situation because some kids of anybody period they go through a situation where it's like i'm not feeling this no more because of what i'm going through i'll yeah. try something else so what made you go back on the course so that's also a very good question. Thank you. And um, I'd say at some point, something within me was just like, I'm a, not like a necessarily, how do I put this? The rigorous like training and all that actually pushed me more after I was like, you know, I don't want to do this. It's like, well, there's no way she's doing this for no reason. Like she has to be trying to do this to build the strongest dancer, build the strongest personalities or person in general. So at some point it just like flipped in me. That's like, you know what, let me just actually do it right. Maybe not get hit by the ruler and, you know, like get better as I go. So as I started to get better and started to see that I was actually good at what I was doing and saw it back, then I'm like, oh, okay, I see why like you're pushing me this hard. And then every time I would see it back, basically of how I've been growing in that process, it, really changed me into wanting to take it seriously. Wow, interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a good perspective to have, especially at a young age, because like I said, sometimes we have these situations where we're like, 
how can I put this? Challenge your character for the most part, you know? And it's just like, it's so many other ways that you could like think of that. Like you thought of it as a way to push you to motivate you. Some people might look at it as a deterrent. Mm-hmm. But I think like, hmm, where, I guess the wherewithal for you to go through that just comes from within yourself, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. Because that's the same way I think of things as well. I'll, and, well, people in this podcast already know, like I've had plenty of obstacles. Yeah. So this podcast itself is an obstacle. That's another conversation. But, yeah. you know, anytime I have a situation where I feel like I'm not getting my uh, result that I expect, it always makes me want to go harder mm-hmm. for the most part. And even when I do get, you know, not just challenged, but, um, I'm not above reproach. I'll put it that way. I don't yeah. feel like I'm perfect in anything that I do. Yeah. Always working to improve. So that's the way I think of it. And I feel like that mindset right there alone sets you uh, like away from the rest for the most part. And I 100% agree with you as well as like um, just having the mindset to always want to improve, always do better, always get a better outcome. Like I'm just going through life with that mindset and that's how I'm just attracting these um, ideas, I feel, mm-hmm. to be able to create. and. I'm excited to see what's next. Nice, definitely. I'm definitely keep an eye on your journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, kind of change. Uh, not say. I guess we'll say segue. Um, if it's one thing you could change about working in the uh, realm of dancing, what would it be and why? One thing I could change. Hmm. Or you feel like needs improvement. I'll put it that way. Um. Well, not to like segue into money, the money aspect of it, but I no, feel like- We can like, jump into that, you get through with this one if you want. Oh no, I'm just saying that's maybe something that could improve. Like as dancers, uh, if we're dancing hard for companies in mm-hmm. the area, mm-hmm. um, that we should be getting paid way more for what we do and the shows that we perform. Other than that, there's really nothing I'd say that could change or improve because in this world, you're, you're always changing and improving. So Valid. it's just, there's, there's not really, much I could say on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got you. So, do is there like a union of some sort for dancers and um, choreographers? I wouldn't say union. I feel like there's a lot of us out there, mm-hmm. and certain opportunities bring certain certain creative minds together. Like um, the competition competition team that I worked for, that opportunity brought me together with other choreographers and other like minds, and that was a really unique experience to me, and it helped me grow. But other than that, um, I'm sure there are unions, but mm-hmm. those are probably of like people who know each other. I see. But this world is more of a networking world. Like you meet who you meet on the opportunities you kind of go through. I see. So in your previous opportunity that you had, you said you learned a lot and things of that nature. Could you kind of expound on like what you learned and things that kind of, I guess, mm-hmm. push you more into deeper into the room outside mm-hmm. just like, you know, networking and exchanging mm-hmm. info with each other and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot from my observations of how um, that particular family worked together with each other um, and how their determination to basically create or help these young girls become the best dancers they could be and like create great pieces for them to do and challenge them in practices. They're basically, I don't know how to explain it, but they're a very tight knit family okay. and their love and care that they show that their girls while they're teaching them really helped me see like, Oh, like it's not just all about, you know, creating something. It's about the connection of why you're doing it and what the outcome of it you want to see for not only yourself as a creator, but for the girls as well. Hmm. So seeing it from other people and being with a team that was first place, like all, all 
we got just first place all the way through from all the choreographers. Wow. So um, it was just very motivating to me about how much they motivated each other and their students. And um, while I was in that process, um, there were multiple times where I kind of wanted to give up. And I'm like, okay, because it was, you know, some days are hard. You create something and you don't think other people are going to see it the way you want them to see it. But the more I stayed in it and just kept showing that love and appreciation, then I, the awards were worth it, I would say. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that more so like the choreography realm of everything, who would you say were your inspirations were as you come to the age of doing choreography yourself? Inspirations? Yeah, like maybe like, a, I don't know, Chuck Taylor maybe, or maybe dating all the way back to like, doesn't Missy do, didn't she do choreography back in the day too? Mm-hmm. In her videos? Or uh, I think Mona, I don't know if Mona Scott does choreography with like uh, Violator and all of that stuff. Like the way her videos were depicted back in the day, mm-hmm. you know? So I was wondering like, is there any choreographers that kind of stood out to you, made you, made you feel like, you know what? When I get to the point I'm trying to get to, I want to chore- do choreography similar to this. It inspires me. That's actually a good question. And I actually never thought about it that way. Okay. I um actually, I just get inspired to create for myself to see how it looks. Right. And then my forms come more from my experience. Okay. Than Interesting. like a, uh, an icon. I see. Just yeah. Interesting. And it changes and it like evolves as I learn new forms or other people's way of creativity. Hmm. It's like I kind of adapt, but warp it into my own way and keep going that way. Like I was saying earlier about sampling interpolation. So you interpolate things into your way that seems more feasible for you and the people you're working around. Exactly. Right? Versus trying to use like, not use, but like try to go off the tempo that maybe like Janet Jackson may use for her shows or exactly. whatever. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I guess since we kind of already in the realm of choreography anyway, um, has it been a time where you had to like, we had not bump heads, but had creative differences while creating routines. And if you have, like, what's some way that you and the people you're working with found a way to try to mold both ideas together, basically? Creative differences in a routine. I would say back when I was in college mm-hmm. at um, Frostburg University, okay. I was on their company team. And at the end, we had a fall I think it was the spring dance like the spring dance concert where we work all semester to put together a piece and then at the end of the semester we put on a show Mm -hmm. that show I actually didn't get to be in because I broke my foot the day before the show in a tech rehearsal but that's besides the point Mm -hmm. um in that show we as choreographers we had like um a group piece separate pieces where we individually could do solos and or solos or group pieces, but we get to choose who we wanted to dance with. And I feel like in that situation, I had a group and I feel as though um, there were some creative differences with what we were creating, or oh, this doesn't work for me, or I can't stretch that way, or you know, that mm-hmm. way. Um, so I feel like a way we kind of overcame that was just working with each other's strengths and going off of that so that it looked the best it could look and not look crazy because she couldn't do something that someone else could do. Right. So we just worked together with what everyone could do well and look together as a unit. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So this is kind of in the spirit of what, I mean, both of us kind of pretty much doing this. So 
is it possible to enjoy yourself if you're constantly in the pursuit of something better? And I feel like this is like a question for both of us because it's like for you, you're growing into your realm of dancing and choreography. And I'm sure you're enjoying yourself, but like uh, you're constantly, I guess, working towards more. But it's just like, are you still able to enjoy yourself while you're doing that process for yes. you? Yes, yes. How so? How do you keep yourself, I guess, grounded? All right. So I appreciate you asking that question. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as though when you're already knowing in the back of your mind that you're in pursuit of something better, and yes, there can be ups, there can be downs. That's the whole process of it. If you, I keep a positive mindset. I just say I, I'm positive about everything. And even though maybe things aren't going okay right now, they will be. And with that, I'm able to find like an inner joy hmm. where the outside things that are going on, like 100% don't affect my emotions. So honestly, that's how I keep going. You really just got to think positive. And when you're doing that, you're you're happy. So like, that's how you, you're having fun doing it. Cause at that point you're doing it to better yourself. Right. So that's just how it works for me. I see. But I gotta say for myself is just, um, trying to find a way to keep myself grounded, kind of sort of, sort of like what you just said to a degree. Cause it's like, I can find happiness in the journey and I mean, I'm always going to pursue for more, but I just feel like don't try to feel like I, I know what it is. I take breaks. That's what I do. I take breaks. And you a have lot. to take breaks too. Like you have yeah. to give yourself that time to rest. Like you're doing a lot. Absolutely. And wow. you deserve some good rest too. Like, okay, you deserve a day off to not do anything because you work hard all the other days and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nah, I agree. I think sometimes we get caught up in the rat race of life. Sometimes we feel like we always need to strive and do more. And it's like, well, how much time in the day? How much time do I have to really put towards my craft? And then do I have no time for rest, really? You know, but it's like you got to find that time. And like I always say in every episode, try to find a happy medium in between the storm of life. Because if you don't, drive yourself crazy. And it's not even to be cliche, mm-hmm. but you really got to move to the beat of your own drum. Yeah. Like once you really start trying to be a part of the rat race and setting yourself apart from it and going at your own pace, there's no moment where you feel like you're not happy and you're not having fun in that process, in that journey. Yeah. You just always feel good. You're right about that. I really didn't come to that understanding. Even though it's like you have, not to be cliche, but you know, you get told that stuff, things around that, of that nature, like through grade school and stuff like that. But I think it takes time for people to put into practice because we have It takes so many, a lot of time. Yeah, because we see so many different things that get thrown at us. My, whether it's us, I mean, I don't really be too jumping on celebrity stuff. We see celebs around your age bracket doing all right or your peers around your age bracket doing all right. And it's just like, all right, but what am I doing? And, and it's then- like- Like what you're saying right now, I don't mean to cut you off, but you can't compare yourself to other people. Exactly. It's not about other people. It's about you. Exactly. Once you really start looking at yourself and knowing that you're doing everything you can, not what everybody else can, you're straight. Yeah. Nah, you're right. I always think to myself, like, you can't really compare, like, your raw footage to someone's highlight reel, you know, because no one's going to tell you when they're going through the rough patches in life. No one is. And it's really not, you know, it's not anyone of anyone's business, but I'd say... The thing is, we all need to know is that we all go through rough patches in life. No one is better than anyone because they act like they haven't. We all have, and we all need to humbly accept that we have. We are collectively doing it right now with the society that we're in. Yeah. But there's still people who try to make it look like that's not what's really happening instead of, you know, 
I'm not saying they have, you know, like I'm not really saying about putting your business out there, mm-hmm. but I'm saying, you know, instead of focusing on being better in life and focusing on actually achieving your own personal success, you're too focused on trying to make it look like yeah. you're really not doing well. For sure. And you're not, you know, achieving anything. That's true. That's true. So basically to tie that all together is mm-hmm. like you have a passion for something and you're constantly achieve like going for that, trying to connect with new people. That's something to be proud of. That's something to keep going no matter how long it takes you. You know, you never know. You could blow one day. So you really just got to keep going with things that you're passionate about. Yeah. You pretty much like they always say trust the process. Yeah. And, and it's a long process. It's mm-hmm. not like overnight. It's not over a couple months. It's not even probably over a couple of years. Like it just, it goes on and on. But I feel like the more you stay positive about what you're doing and try to keep at it and try to keep evolving in it like you're gonna go somewhere that you never thought you would go with it i agree so i guess the segue kind of on a similar point when it comes to the goals for yourself like do you feel like how do you keep yourself motivated after you've accomplished the goal for yourself i'll put it that way mm, i um that is a good question thank you some good questions I, I try i mean <laughs> i can i can come up with one for you while you're thinking about it that's um, cool I would say that what motivates me is just to see how much better the next thing I create can be. Hmm. So basically in competition with yourself. Yeah. And really no one else. Like, of course, I'm going to take in constructive criticism of how to improve. And then I like apply those things and just try to create something even better. Hmm. I get that. That's Mm -hmm. similar to what I do, too, to a degree. Um, When I do have goals and I end up reaching them a little earlier than I expect. I kind of tells me that I need to push my goals even higher. Mm-hmm. And it also, again, makes me get in competition with myself, but it also lets me know, like, maybe I wasn't dreaming as big as I thought I should be. But it's just at the end of the day, it's like, you still made an accomplishment. You can't downplay your accomplishment that you do have. You because can't you downplay constantly, any of them. Yeah, because if you constantly just acquiring stuff and getting to stuff you want, over time, it's going, you're not really going to appreciate it because you're going to be so focused on what I got to do next. And mm-hmm. that also comes back to what I said before about taking rest. And like you said as well, you got to, Give yourself a break from time to time, not always constantly trying to acquire the next best thing, the next shiny object. You know, you kind of have to level yourself out. Because mm-hmm. if Meditate. you don't, yeah. And then, like, I think for some people, well, just in general, sometimes we do, we can get a little um, comfortable. And I think one thing I learned big for myself was getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Because if you're in your comfort zone, you're not going to really be pushing towards it much of anything. You want to be like, you know, this is my everyday life, this is what I do. So I'm not really motivated to do anything else but you got to find it for yourself to want to continue to push outside that comfort zone that you're in and if you do get a little bit of comfort or you do get a little bit of success it's like what else can i do to self-improve because yeah. you don't life will just pass you by yeah you know we see that every day mm-hmm. with i'm sure people are around stuff we see on the day-to-day so that's yeah. kind of like one of the big things i really learned as i've gotten older it's just like you got to find a way to keep yourself motivated <clears throat> And keep creating new goals for yourself once you create it, once you uh, reached or attained the goal for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, trying to think of some more interpersonal questions for you. So, I guess outside of, you know, choreography and dancing, what do you do, like your other hobbies that you have or in your spare time when you're kind of just on your relaxed day? Um, well, I have some plans in the works I don't want to talk too much about, okay. um, but there are some business endeavors coming soon Nice. where I basically 
am worth more than working a government job. So I'm turning and changing more into the business aspect of things and actually being a CEO and having people work for me. Nice. Nice. So in my free time, that's what I'm working on. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Similar. Do you, uh, hmm. So since you're going for the CEO route and everything like that, do you feel like you will have, well, not have, but, hmm, trying to think of how I could word this question. The wherewithal to be CEO, basically kind of like running a business, do you feel like, I guess you're up for the task for that as far as trying to make sure everything's in place as far as to make it been successful, putting people in place as well to kind of help run that business for you or with you, I should say, because mm-hmm. it's all the collaboration, always takes a scene to get stuff done. I feel like I just uh, got back from Flint not so long ago. One of my homegirls, she has her own store up there. And I was looking at, of course, I'm in school for business or whatever. So I kind of got an idea how it is to run a business, but actually being like in it is like completely different because you can read as many books as you want. You can research as much as you want, but till you're actually in the field doing it, it's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's not that difficult. Like, I feel as though we've already kind of talked about it, like the mindset thing. You can work mm-hmm. through anything, but it's just like actually putting the stuff together. It's a different animal. And then putting like, you know, SOPs in place for like, you got to do this at a certain amount of time and also dealing with customers and things of that nature as well, regardless if it's a business where you're selling items or a service or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, do you feel like, uh, uh, would you be prepped for that? I, I guess outside of doing the government stuff, because you're trying to shy, not shy away, but evolve into the mm-hmm. entrepreneurial thing. Yes. Okay. So um, I really only have one thing to say to that. Okay. And that would be that I can accomplish anything I put my mind to. Word. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that mindset really gets me through everything. For sure. I agree. I get it. I mean, I'm the same way as well. Um, I just got to, uh, again, just find ways to keep yourself challenged. Challenges come with life, like even on a daily basis, challenges just come. But like if you're able to maneuver the challenges, even if, yeah, they're going to get hard, like real hard. But you really don't let that deter your motivation and your inner knowing that you're going in a good direction. You always get in that direction. Like you always go that way. I see what you're saying. As long as you're making an effort. Yeah. Usually it works out. Yes, it does. Uh, That's a fact. Um. So I'm pretty much out of questions. I don't know if there's anything else you want to wrap about before we wrap things up for you. Um, Cause I'm open book. I didn't really come with any That's questions. Cool. You know, this is my first time. I just wanted to like share some knowledge and have this dialogue um, and really just enjoy the experience and learn from it. Okay, for sure. Do you want something they can reach you at, or you want to stay low key for the time being? Um, my Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I'll put it in the description. Underscore N J A Y Y underscore underscore. Nice, nice. So y'all already know me. Shot solo on Instagram, Shadow Solo on Twitter. Thoughts pending on Twitter, Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram. And y'all already know this is all our time. So next time and we are out. Peace.